Hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Do you have free will or is your life predetermined? Are you really making decisions and choices or are you just a puppet of some sort of master plan? Is life random or is it something else? Let's put these ideas to the test and see what happens. Now, I personally was surprised and empowered by the answers. I'm curious about what impact it's going to have on you. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, and to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So we're going to continue a process that we've been doing now for about five daily enlightenments in a row. I'm reading out of my book, Quiet Mind Epic Life, and I'm reading chapter nine. And chapter nine is a part of the rapid enlightenment process that is a real accelerator for getting your mind to go quiet. And that is utilizing muscle testing, applied kinesiology, to determine what is strengthening and what is weakening. And it turns out that what strengthens you restores your integrity, essentially. And when you're in a state of integrity, uh, all things working well and everything is, uh, everything is um, flowing, your mind goes quiet. And when your mind goes quiet, my God, the peace, the freedom, the joy, the, 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 the certainty is incredible. So it turns out that there's all these dogmatic statements, dogma meaning some, um, we believe it because uh, some authority said it, but that authority is full of it. They don't actually know if it's true or not. They're just saying it like they are an authority, like they do know. Uh, and um, you don't want to listen to me like I'm one of those people, okay? Because um, I know that I don't know. And uh, what I'm doing is I'm utilizing muscle testing as a framework to take statements that are unprovable and to determine, is the statement itself a strengthening statement to the physiology or is it weakening? And this is just, again, it's one of four parts of the rapid enlightenment process, but a quintessential one at, uh, uh, at I don't even know what a quintessential one. Hi, that's what it is. So let's let's go into the last few statements in chapter nine. I'm on uh, page 158, and this statement that I tested really, really uh, like blew my mind. Okay, and that was that the soul arranges a select few negative experiences before incarnating as a human being on Earth. This strengthens the body, a test strong. Let me repeat it again. The soul arranges a select few negative experiences before incarnating as a human being on earth. That strengthens the body. Now I wrote in the book, this is very difficult to comprehend, yet it tests strong. I have spent countless hours pondering and meditating on this context. And that's really what part of my process has been is I have done tremendous amount of meditating, uh, upwards of, of three, four hours at a time, uh, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of days in a row. I'm not doing that anymore. Uh, now I might meditate, you know, six or eight times throughout the day for one or two or three minutes kind of thing. But there was in the formulation of the rapid enlightenment process, there was this real deep dive and I had to extrapolate a lot of what I was learning with the muscle testing. And, and again, that's what dogma is. It's an extrapolation. The mind fills in the gaps. So I had to extrapolate that we put some big rocks in our path as a soul to create new experiences. So if you and I 
we're muscle testing together. We could go through the really big negative experiences of your life, which we do this um, when we teach people muscle testing and we go into the advanced muscle testing process. We, we look at the really big negative experiences of your life and then we confirm that the soul arranged those negative experiences. When we say confirmed, what we mean is that it's strengthening. It can't be confirmed, okay? So will you just stick with me here? I'm not telling you the truth. Don't be irrational. What I am telling you is that this stuff goes strong on muscle testing when your body is in a, a neutral state. If it's in a survival state, nothing works with muscle testing, okay? So isn't that crazy? If you are like me, you have spent your entire life trying to avoid negative experiences. I've had such a drive to be a positive, upbeat person. With applied kinesiology slash muscle testing, it tests strong that I intentionally arranged the big negative experiences of my life before I came to earth. Whoa. This completely changed my relationship to negative experiences. I now just experience them. Now, do you get that? This is the whole enchilada right here. In your enlightened state, when your mind goes completely quiet, all you do is just experience things without a reaction. You just observe them. You're just there. Now, our mentors told us, get there through meditation, and we certainly can. We can, we can move into a, a certain level of that state. But I will tell you that the way that you ascend all the way to the highest aspects of enlightenment is by being able to recontextualize the situation. And that's another part of the rapid enlightenment process. So this completely changed my relationship recontextualization. I now just experience them the same way I experience riding a roller coaster. My body fills with adrenaline. The drunk monkey starts going crazy and I just take it all in. So my body, I have a negative experience. My body fills with adrenaline because my body is reacting to the situation. The mind, which is a part of my body, what are we going to do? How are we going to do it? Starts to go. But I'm over here observing the entire thing happening enjoying it like it is a roller coaster in situations where i might have felt anger or hostility in the past i find myself saying hmm nice experience sometimes i even chuckle to myself and i chuckle at my mind and i thank the person that is providing me with such a negative experience for doing so oh it's so interesting it's still negative it's still negative i still have the bodily reaction the only difference is the mindset or the context, recontextualization. I witness it, I feel bad, the negativity is real, and I witness it, and I'm still noticing it rather than being it, and it still feels bad. Do you get that? It still feels bad. Apparently, that's the experience I'm having at this time around. I suspect that this is the same for you. I mean, come on. Can we just be honest here? If you are still reading this crazy book, then you and I are clearly connected. This ain't for uh, this ain't our first radio rodeo together is what I'm saying. Hopefully, we will get a chance to look each other in the eye and say, "Hey friend, good to see you again." I would love that. I would love to be face to face with you and just go like, ah, oh, and I'm and bang my microphone. Ah, right. So are you feeling it? Your mind is doing exactly what I said. 
At first it fights it, then it starts to malfunction like a computer freezing up. Eventually it's going to reboot and the mind is going to be much more quiet. Yeah, high five. Okay, let's keep going. I have so much more to tell you. These are the last, uh, these last 10 years have been incredibly empowering and enlightening. Ready for more? So, uh, so many of my friends say, Matthew, what about free will? So let's test it, okay? Number 31 contextualization statement. A soul has free will while it is incarnated as a human being. This tests strong. A soul has free will while it is incarnated as a human being. This tests strong. And yet it tests strong that the soul arranges a select few negative experiences as a way of stirring things up and making life interesting. So based on my experience, there does not seem to be a set number of negatives. Everyone is different. The negative experiences provide new possibilities based on the conditions that are present. In the moment, you get to choose, right? So the negative occurs, but in the moment, you get to choose. Obviously, you're choosing through all the other clutter and information contained within your consciousness, which creates even more potentiality. Here's number 32. The life experiences of a human being are completely random. This weakens your physiology. It tests weak. So if you think that your life experiences are completely random, you are not right and you are not wrong. And I'm not right and I'm not wrong. It's so important that you keep that in mind. You're not right. You're not wrong. I'm not right. I'm not wrong. Neither of us have any idea. All we have is made up stories. But I will tell you that it will weaken your body. And if your body is weakened, you will go into a survival state. And if you go into a survival state, your mind will talk like crazy because your mind's job is to navigate life. And if you are in a safe place, then there's no need for your mind to be talking. That's the whole premise here. Number 33, every human experience is predestined. This test weak. It weakens your body to live from the context that your life experiences are completely random. Conversely, it also weakens the body to believe that you that your life is predestined. Number 34, the soul arranges negative human, human experiences to create new experiential, experiential probabilities. I can't even read my own words. Do you like that? The soul arranges negative human experiences to create new experiential probabilities. This tests strong. So it's not true, it's not false, it's just strong. You choose the negative experiences as a way of spicing things up. Nice job spicing things up over there. You wanna create some new experiences. We can extrapolate that you get together with your other soul buddies and you make plans to negatively impact each other. Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Thanks, boss. Thanks, that person who hit me in the car. You spice it up with your buddies. These experiences that you're having, with especially the negative ones, those are your buddies. Now, is that true? No one knows. Is it empowering? Yes, it is. So next time something really bad happens to you, you now have an opportunity to say, hmm, nice choice of experiences. This really sucks and I don't like it at all. And that can lead you to say, I wonder what new experience will come from this. What should I create? 
What can I do with this? And bam, suddenly, you are the witness rather than the victim. Let me remind you again, none of this is true. It tests strong in the body. These concepts are not currently knowable via scientific method. They may never be. Everything that you and I believe about life and death was what we were told. It's all a myth. It's all conjecture. Your guess is as good as mine. I'm simply sharing what goes strong and what goes weak with applied kinesiology, also known as muscle testing. Here's number 35, ladies and gentlemen. The vast majority of souls that incarnate as a human on earth have a dominant desire for negative experiences. This test strong. The vast majority of souls that incarnate on uh, as a human being on earth have a dominant desire for negative experiences. This tests strong. It strengthens your body to hold the context that the vast majority of the souls that incarnate on earth have a dominant desire for negative experiences. What the heck is what I wrote? The majority of people want quote unquote negative experiences. That didn't seem possible to me. I have spent my entire life believing that people are moving towards positive experiences. It turns out that my everyone wants to be positive context tests weak. Everyone wants to be positive. That statement tests weak. The only thing that tests strong is that the majority of souls incarnated incarnate to intentionally have negative experiences. Now you have to admit that that sounds crazy but let's do some extrapolating together. It's only negative because we call it that. Look, look around your life. What is the ratio of positive people to negative, uh, negative people? It's pretty heavily weighted towards negative, most likely. Apparently, that is a very popular vacation for a soul. And remember, uh, I think maybe four videos ago, we talked about the soul is Incarnating as a human being is similar to the soul taking a vacation, and that tests strong. So apparently, that is a very popular vacation for a soul. Apparently, having a positive experience on Earth is not very uh, is not very popular at all. That's the that's the thing that you want to get. Your positivity kick is like a small small subset of the population. So no wonder most people think that you and I are weird. Most people actually believe that happy people are just stupid people who don't understand what's actually happening in the world. Sorry, you and I are the weirdos. The majority of the people are here to enjoy a holiday filled with negativity. What if you just started smiling when you saw your friends and your family having negative experience? What if you just started to think, hmm, nice vacation. I love all the drama and hate that you are creating. Can you see how this perspective literally melts away your resistance and your negativity? When you align with the statements that cause your body to go strong, you align with a thriving-based consciousness. Your drunk, the drunk monkey's job becomes irrelevant and you naturally move from survival-based context to thriving context or enlightened context. And as a result, you begin to transcend the survival mind altogether. The rapid enlightenment process is a series of contextual shifts that destroys limiting dogma and replaces it with new enlightened dogma. And that's all this is. This is just enlightened dogma. It's just made up stories, unprovable stuff. That's it. But it empowers you. Now, I suspect that your mind is simultaneously racing 
and more at peace. You are taking it in and processing these muscle tests and replacing uh, existing dogma with new enlightened dogma. My friend, I got a question for you. If the vast majority of souls that incarnate as a human on earth have a dominant desire for negative experiences, what could you release, let go of? What could you do differently? How does that change your life and your perspective about the people in your life? Will you leave me a comment down below? I want to know. I want to know what you're thinking. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind Epic Life, and I'd love for you to like this video, this podcast, whatever you're watching this on, listening to this on. Will you like it? Will you share it? Will you leave me a comment? That's the That interaction is what tells these platforms this is something that we should get out there into the world. Will you please help me get this message out there into the world? You watched it all the way through, so something for you and I is clicking, okay? Also, consider subscribing so that you get these every single day because I put them out every single day. And then finally, consider joining us in our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group. There's a whole bunch of us just like you. We're all communing together. We're all talking, supporting. We're helping each other. We're challenging each other. We're uplifting each other. We're creating little communities, little groups, little accountability groups. All kinds of stuff is going on over there. We'd love for you to join us. I'll put the link down below, okay? Thanks again for tuning into this Daily Enlightenment. 